Welcome to a Business Growth Mindset Podcast. I'm Christian Lavalsi, and I'm super excited to share this episode with you. To all the business owners uh, and entrepreneurs, the crazy ones, the believers, the doers, the clever makers, the action takers, and everyone else in between, this podcast was designed for you. This week, uh, I commenced the SME governance course at the Australian Institute of Company Directors. I thought it would be a wonderful idea uh, for some of my clients to participate in the course and learn some super valuable tools to help us with governance, particularly due to our rapid growth. So today, I want to share with you some of the highlights around the value of good governance, being a director, and the mindset required. So stay tuned and listen up because I'm confident you'll enjoy this episode. I often get asked why I invest so much time and money into furthering my education. The answer is simple. You don't know what you don't know. So I go out and learn as much as possible so that I can be the very best version of myself and therefore I can provide my clients with absolutely the very best care and advice. As a graduate, of the Australian Institute of Company Directors, I am proud to say that they deliver excellent content and great catering too. The facilitators and facilities are outstanding. But what truly stands out is the human connection made through the sharing of knowledge and the experiences with other participants. So why does good governance matter? Well, good governance isn't primarily focused on compliance with formal rules and regulations. Consider it more about determining a framework for policies and processes that add value to your business. They help build reputation, manage risk, and establish long-term permanency and achievement. Most small business owners have little, if any, governance frameworks in place. And from my observation and uh, experience, it's because they don't know uh, what it means and, and how to put it into place. Now, the reason for this is because it sounds complicated, right? And something's reserved for big businesses only. Now, this is simply incorrect. Governance is about rules, systems, processes, and relationships. So let's explore these a little. In terms of rules, there are two categories. Internal, which is how you operate, your board charter, your constitution, and the values that guide your decisions. For the external factors, well, it's in Australia, it's the Corporations Act, the Competition and Consumer Act, and work health and safety laws. Now, in terms of systems, there's the delegation of authority and there's the assurance mechanisms. And for processes, well, you've got performance management and risk management, as well as compliance procedures. Now, in terms of relationships, this is the interactions and management of shareholders, managers, and directors. Now, governance in small business is very much about the journey over time. It's far from the one-size-fits-all approach. It starts with an initial understanding of governance, establishing a structure, determining the duties of the directors and the benefits. Now, for most often, it involves uh, it evolves into redefining the goals, strategy, and implementation plans to identifying risk, creating a management plan and mitigation strategy, and you would also proceed to allocation of resources and budgeting and other enhanced measurements and monitoring tools around strategy, risk, and finance. Now, the outcome is better performance and growth due to that structure. So let's be real. Small business owners care mostly about performance. Some don't even care about growing. They're merely trying to survive and 
providing jobs for people and providing income for their families. But I'm here to tell you that this is a fixed mindset and it's causing you damage and good governance um, and good governance practices will protect your livelihood and investment for years to come. Now, I encourage all business owners to have an inquisitive mind and reach out to me or other professionals with respect to the level of scope of corporate governance that is appropriate for their business. Now, factors to consider are size, profitability, ownership, structure, maturity, and industry. Now, a plan can be easily established by setting out the initial level of corporate governance required. So please don't make the mistake to think this is irrelevant because that would be foolish. Now, if you are a growing company, regardless of size, good governance is not a choice, but a requirement. Now, you see, most business owners often get isolated and feel like they have to do everything, well, let's call it solo. Building a governance framework will help you better realize that this is not the case, and articulating your vision and structure is critical to your long-term success. Governance is even more important when there is two or more directors. But let's be clear, as long as you are an incorporated entity and you are a director, then knowing what you can and can't do is a requirement by law. Now, many founders fall into the trap of believing that being a director is a really cool thing. Some believe that once their idea has been formed into a company um, and they have the title of managing director, they've made it. This is a common, this is too all common failure and the responsibilities have just increased and not being aware of them is not a legitimate excuse. So by the way, this thinking, it's not reserved for new business owners with companies. In fact, in my experience, many experienced directors uh, do not know their responsibilities. And I mean, most haven't even read the company constitution, let alone the Corporations Act. So for the benefit of everyone, let's explore who a director is. Now, according to the Corporations Act of 2001, it defines a director as follows. Persons appointed as a director or alternate director and persons not uh, validly appointed if they act in the position of a director, therefore a de facto, or a person whose instructions or wishes actual directors are accustomed to following, which is a shadow director. Now, for me, this is particularly relevant because as an advisor and a chair of several private companies, I need to be very aware of the reference to shadow director. And my advice needs to be carefully structured and articulated. It can't be instructions, otherwise I take on the same risks as the directors despite not being on the director register. Now, this, because it is incredibly difficult, as my value to my clients is deep and I care about their businesses and I always maintain a strong duty of care and act in the best interest of the company and its shareholders. So if you are a business owner or an advisor to owners, take note of who a director is and how they operate. In addition to the um, loose term director, there are three types. Now there's an executive, a non-executive and an independent non-executive. Now, put simply, an executive director is someone who works in the business. A non-executive director is someone who doesn't work in the business, but has a connection to the company and often in the form of shares. And finally, independent directors. And this is someone who has no connection or ownership of the company and does not work in the business. A balanced board has a combination of all three. And this forms one of the good governance principles. Remember, this will evolve during your business journey, and it's a good idea to plan for it in advance. 
you can always adjust it as necessary. I often hear the statement, I'm just one director, not a board. Sure, but you're still required to comply with the duties and responsibilities of a director. If there was a light globe moment, this would be it. Ding. (laughs) There are four basic director duties and they are act with a degree of care and due diligence. Two, act in good faith and in the best interest of the company and for a proper purpose. And number three, not improperly use your position to gain an advantage for those uh, and for themselves or someone else. Now, number four, not to improperly use information to gain an advantage for themselves or someone else for that matter. Now, there are additional duties and they include insolvent trading, financial information and keeping good records and reporting, disclosing director interests and lodging information with ASIC and continuous disclosure. Now, remember, you need to adopt, uh, sorry, you need to adapt to your business and its scale. Not knowing your duties and responsibilities is no excuse under the law. More importantly, understanding how your director role benefits your growing organization is a critical outcome. Note that there are consequences for breaching director's duties, and they include criminal sanctions, civil sanctions, now disqualification, and commercial consequences. So be careful. Now, I know that this can be daunting for some people, but if you are currently a director, owner of a company, or are planning on starting a company, this content in this podcast is critical, and you should take a deeper dive into some of the areas that we have covered today. It's important to note that directors do have rights, and it's your responsibility to protect yourself. So directors have a right in terms of to information, to be advised, to be heard, and Uh, of delegation, right? And in terms of protection, uh, ignorance is absolutely no defense. There is DRI, DNO insurance available. Vigilance is always the best protection and knowing your duties and responsibilities. So what are the essential functions that directors and members of a board have to play? Well, we can group the functions into six categories. And look, let's start with one, strategic direction. Two, resources. Three, performance. Four, compliance. Five is risk. And I believe six is accountability to shareholders. Now, you know what you need to understand is that you know, these all matter. So how would all these benefit a growing company? An appropriate and effective governance framework will enable you to transition out of the day-to-day management and focus on growth. Having a framework in place and knowing your duties as well as your responsibilities means that you are articulating your vision and have clarity. Therefore, it will help you retain your best employees, attract clients, new employees, better finances, and additional directors when you reach that stage in your business journey. It will also help you to identify risk, which means it reduces your risk profile, including key person risk as a sole director. For most business owners, it helps them sleep better. It certainly helps me sleep better. Now, don't forget, governance is a team game and requires management and directors to coexist and work together. So let's explore this quickly. Management are appointed by the board or solo directors. They carry out the day-to-day operations of the company and are guided by strategic guidelines and policies created by the board or solo director. A director or a board governs the company on behalf of the shareholders. They coach the CEO or GM, as well as the management team. They do so by asking questions, challenging answers, and providing clarity and direction. Now, they must uh, allow the management team the freedom to perform and not micromanage them. 
So essentially, their responsibilities fall into two main areas, which are performance and compliance. So what mindset is required for directors and how does that differ from that of management? So a management mindset is uh, action-orientated, right? It's resource-focused. It's on the hook. It's operations-driven. It's around leadership and team management. It's very much focused around KPIs and managing multiple stakeholders from customers, team members, suppliers, and the board. Now, a director mindset is much different. It's leading through direction and clarity, judging and mentoring, uh, being collaborative. It's focused on decision-making and communicative in the form of engagement and control. Now, it's also reflective and it's sensitive to conflicts of interest. So do you have a clear delineation of roles between your director and management roles? Director thinking is very different to management thinking and problem solving. And at each level is dependent on that clarity of mindset. So if you're in business and this message is ringing loud and clear between your ears and you're experiencing some discomfort, um, then who are you going to call? Help is available to you. Start by building and strengthening your team of professional advisors. Look at your accountants, lawyers, business advisors, financial planners, family business advisors, debt advisors, risk professionals, and government governance advisors. Explore um, professional governance organizations such as the AICD and look at doing the SME program. Appoint an advisory board. Advisory boards are not directors under legislation and the roles uh, depend on the terms of reference as constituted or uh, how it acts in terms of practice. They provide objectivity, insights, and recommendations. Every SME should have one, but often the cost is prohibitive, especially in the early stages. So I highly recommend that people join a mastermind in the absence of their very own advisory board. But choose widely, choose wisely, please. Depending on your size and scale, appoint other directors on a skills basis. Fill the gaps, spread the risk, and improve diversity and thinking. You may be eligible for government grants, but these are time-consuming and limited. Overall, what's really critical is the value of independence that external directors or advisors can bring to your company. That external view with fresh eyes, different skills and experiences, um, and less reliance on you and key personnel. So let's wrap up today's podcast by summarizing the key messages so you can start to explore the value of good governance, being a director, and the mindset required. One, understand the governance framework that applies to your business and what's available to you along your business journey. Two, know how good governance can benefit your growing business. Three, know your uh, director roles, duties, and responsibilities and who is a director in your business. Number four, understand the penalties. Five, know your rights and protection. Six, understand the difference between a director mindset and a management mindset. Seven, know there is help uh, available to you. And number eight, well, hang on, that's it. And at the end of my podcast, <laughs> I always give a shameless plug to my Amazon best-selling book, An Introduction to a Business Growth Mindset. But instead today, I want to quickly introduce to you uh, to my boutique advisory firm, Argentum Ligno. We help business owners improve performance and grow. We do this by solving problems and uncovering opportunities and finding new and better ways to do things. Our focus is strategy, structure, management, 
and operations. And our services include uh, business advisory, uh, stakeholder management, um, leadership and culture advisory, and digital media strategies. Uh, In the past 12 months, we have uh, helped many companies establish an advisory board and practice good governance. Uh, If you need help, please contact one of my team uh, via the website, uh, www.argentumlinio.com.au. Thank you for taking the time to hang out with me today. And I hope I have provided you with good value and insight. Until next week, live with purpose. Are you ready to start taking action on your business? Would you like to spend more time with your family? Then call 1-300-643-229 and start building momentum right now. I know you're busy. In fact, you are so busy that you don't have time to work on your business or yourself. Often tossing and turning at night, worrying about the how-tos and the cash flow. How on earth can you possibly get off the hamster wheel so that you can take a helicopter view to see where you'll be in 90 days, one year, or three years from now. In this program, I will take you from sleepless nights to blissful sleep. You'll have more time with your family and you will have the clarity and direction so you can grow and flourish. Call 1-300-643-229 now and start building momentum.